CW Radio, your information station. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Newscast. I am Lou Mangello from WDW Radio. This week, we're coming to you live from the River Roost Lounge at Disney's Port Orleans Riverside. And, of course, our show is once again sponsored by our friends over at touringplans.com. They are the research team behind the unofficial guide but they can help you save, guys, you know this already, up to four hours per day, per park, in Walt Disney World and Disneyland with the crowd calendars, fast pass times, uh, wait times, <laughs> lots of stuff over at Touring Plans. And show some love, touringplans.com slash Radio. Great blog there as well. Also, download the Lines application. It's delicious. Delicious. Awesome. I'm also being joined by Glenn Whalen from prettygoodmovieride.com. Pretty good movie, Mario. Great to hear, bro. Scott Otis from Otisburg. Hello, everyone. And uh, all of our friends here at the River Roost Lounge, including off-camera Becky Mankin from Emmy on Mouse Run Trap. Hey, Lou. And my kid. Hi. There you go. All right. Listen, let's get right into this week's Walt Disney World news. And uh, we're gonna believe it or not, I'm not starting talking about food, which is a, a shocker of all shockers for me, because I think a lot of people. When you think about Disney World, you think about the parks, you think about the restaurants, you think about the shows, and you forget about places like ESPN's Wide World of Sports, especially if you are not an athlete or an athletic supporter, or if you don't have kids who are participating. I love that line from Greece, I'm sorry. But what you don't realize is that there's a lot of great professional events that go on there as well, and the Atlanta Braves are once again holding their spring training pitchers and catchers. They've reported, so now that the Giants have won their fourth Super Bowl, by the way, I just want to get that out there one more time. The Atlanta Braves are ready to start uh, getting ready for spring training over at ESPN's Wide World of Sports. And they have 18 preseason games uh, over at Wide World of Sports. Uh, and what you may not realize is that everybody is welcome to go and visit the ballpark. Uh, there's a full um, itinerary of all the different games. There's a lot of special events. Great time to bring the family, bring the kids out. Um, I've actually been talking about this for a long time. A little WW Radio Day at the ballpark? Like, yeah, we need to do that. We have not done that, and it's an awesome venue. Yeah. Awesome venue. I usually go to one or two games every season, and it's a great uh, great time, and it's great family fun, too. So I, I took a quick look at the schedule today, and I, I was looking for a Saturday. I was looking for a good game. Completely off the cuff, maybe like Saturday, March 10th, against the world champion New York Yankees? Why not? The uh, Yankees, they still play? They do. They do? Yeah. It's uh, Thurman Munson, um, <laughs> Raleigh Fingers, and Babe Ruth. Raleigh Fingers. <laughs> but you know what? And the nice thing is, you can, you know, there's regular seats, but they also have lawn seats, which are about $25 per person. So maybe we can get a group out there um, to, they're saying the mic is not on. Train wreck, take two. It is on. They can. We're good. Um, yeah. So maybe what we'll do, I'll, I'll put that out as an event. We'll see. Maybe get some people out there. Want to get together, just hang out on the lawn, get lawn seats, do a little afternoon picnic. Awesome. I'm there. All right. Yeah. I'll put that. By the way, we're going to the Yankee Atlanta Brave game March 10th. Put your name on it. Put your name on it. All right. Uh, moving on back to the parks. Uh, actually, today marked the official opening of something we've been talking about for quite some time, which is Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. The first thing you said was love it. Well, I, I've been playing quite a bit lately, and uh, <laughs> I've collected all the cards, and I do love it. It's a lot of fun. You are not alone because Mike Beckerman and Scarlett and Jeff, these guys yeah. have been playing 
all day. No, literally every stop for weeks. Those guys have been playing. They have multiple sets of decks of cards, and I think that's telling because it's showing you that um, it's not just the super hardcore fans. I've been saying this all along. I think it's got, and it's going to have uh, a very wide appeal. Uh, they've also now added a Liberty Square outpost where you can pick up your cards from, as well as the Main Street Firehouse. We're also finding out that they're distributing the, the, the 70 cards in total, they're distributing one through 60, but they're also going to be selling foil packs as well? We don't know when they're going to do that, but they've, yeah, they're going to probably sell the, the 10 packs, the 61 through 70, and maybe even incorporate uh, more cards later on. Yeah, I'm hearing that there's some rare cards and there's like lightning cards, so if you got in early and you've got 60 to 70, you've got uh, some pretty rare ones already. Again, they're also launching the medium and hard versions are now available. You can cast multiple spells simultaneously. You can also set it up to have multiple people playing at the same time, right? So you don't have to be playing by yourself. And I think that'll also help not only foster the family community aspect of it, but it'll help the, the game move along faster as well, too. Well, they have such a game environment for people to be playing in. And we go there because it's our playground, and that's a, it's a perfect environment to take advantage of that. And you said, you know, we're local. I love being, I love saying I'm a local now. <laughs> you made a, a great point years ago where you said, this is our park. This is where we go to hang out, and this is a great way to spend the day as opposed to having to, you know, because we don't ride attractions anymore. This is, again, it's that another layer of the onion that you can play. Yeah. And I love the fact that on its most basic level, it's a free offering as well, too. That's right. Yeah, and uh, as I said, I've been playing quite a bit lately, and uh, I think they have just uh, started making it so that you, there are different levels of difficulty, so you can, uh, it's more in intricate in the different spells that you would play, so. You should ask this guy right here. Yeah, he, Mike Beckerman here has been playing intently for, for ages. If you can't get Sorcerer's cards, you can blame him. You can <laughs> uh, let's move on uh, from the Magic Kingdom to Epcot. Again, especially for locals, we look forward to, and I think with all the special events that go on throughout the year, uh, there is no slow time anymore, and it's become a destination. We love things like, obviously, food and wine festivals, Star Wars weekends, but now... As we're getting close to the Flower and Garden Festival starts in just a couple of weeks. It runs from March 7th through May 20th. Um, and what's great about the Flower and Garden Festival is not only is it a great, beautiful environment, if you love, and, and I do, I have like a black thumb. I don't even have a green thumb. <laughs> but beyond that, just like in um, uh, the, the Food and Wine, the Eat to the Beat series, they also have music going on uh, at the American Gardens Theater, which is included with your Epcot admission. This year, there's two new acts, Chuck Negron, formerly a Three Dog Night, and the orchestra. And I, I couldn't even sing. I don't even know a Three Dog Night song. And, uh, and ELO. ELO? Uh, no, yeah, we... You yeah, like yeah, yeah the, the orchestra. Listen to them in the 70s. Yes. <laughs> the 70s were not good to them or her. But um, what I love it is that there's three shows nightly. Again, there's Jose Feliciano, Starship, the Guess Who, American Woman, Nicholas. They sing American Woman. Paul Revere and the Raiders. The world. All your boys and girls. And Davy Jones. Davy Jones is still a heartthrob, even though he's like 104. Um, yeah, you can be sure that Glenn and I will be attending quite a few of those. Yeah, we, Scott we like and I do he head over and catch many of these. You know, you can call me now that I'm local. No, yeah, I'm, I'm just... I, <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yes, you know, if you were a child or loved the music from the 60s and 70s, uh, the, the Flower Power Concert Series is really a lot of fun. And again, like Sorcerers, it's something to do beyond exactly. the attraction. So you go there for dinner, you walk the promenade, you catch a show, finish it off with Illuminations. For more information, you can visit DisneyWorld.com slash flower. 
Uh, next week, also, man, February went fast. Yeah. Is finally, it's the leap year day. It is one more Disney day, and they have re released their full schedule. And while there are a lot of shows that are running throughout the day in the middle of the night, I, some things I, I found interesting was that there's going to be like a midnight showing of the Main Street Electrical Parade, a 5.30 in the morning, Magic Memories and You, the Frontierland Hoedown at 4.30 in the morning. Come on, I'm all over it. There's nothing better than a hoedown at 4.30 in the morning in your pajamas. They're all 24 hours. Are you going to be there all 24 hours? I'm going to be there all 24, and it's my half birthday, so that's a... a are you six? No. Your half no, birthday. He'll be three. He'll be three. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'll be three. And, and, you know, and, and that's the thing we talked about earlier is that it's a Wednesday. It's not like in a vacation season. So I'm wondering how busy the crowd's really going to be. Or is it primarily going to be a lot of locals? I think there are some people that you say you sort of feel compelled to go yeah. just because. Yeah, I really have no idea what to expect. but uh, And I don't imagine that in the late wee-wee hours of the morning, I don't think there's going to be really a lot of people. But uh, the the people that will be there, we're going to be having a lot of fun. Are you going in your, uh, your forever lazy? <laughs> your snuggy, your leopard skin snuggy. Let's call it snuggy. Yeah. <laughs> My jammies <laughs> with with footies. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm curious. I think to see the I'm outfit. I'm curious to see what not Scott, Scott but other people what they're going to be dressed in uh, <laughs> during the the 24 hours. So so I mean, Glenn, is this something that you know, forgetting work, is this something that you would feel you would want to go to be? part of just a little bit or if you could the whole 24 hours because you've done 24 hours already yeah i probably wouldn't do 24 hours but i would probably possibly show up late in the evening and stay through to the morning cool. and, uh, and not be there during the day right. uh, which would be yeah, which no would be what i'm going to do during the day it's yeah. but uh, i might just go at in the middle of the night like i might go first thing in the morning stay for a couple of hours and then move them. But I would love to hear from people who are listening if they're planning or going, if they were here, would they love to go, and why? Like, what is it just sort of the, the cool factor about being at the Magic Kingdom at 4.30 in the morning, or is it just because it's one of those fun special events, or are you potentially waiting for something special to happen? Because you know there's always a few surprises here and there. Mickey in his PJs. <laughs> Mickey might be in his PJs. That I can. Be, yeah, that would be cool. And Mickey and I his ownership of the event, you know, you, we are all part of it, and you get to experience it. It happens once; it's the first time they've ever done it. It's like, like the 40th anniversary; like you just yeah. felt like you needed to be there. Right. right, right. And it wasn't that there were 10 million people that showed up for it. We probably have the same amount of people that are going to stay for the tw for the right. for the you know that's going to be the group that's going to be there. The people that know about it and, and they have uh, they've seen this and they know it's coming up. They're the ones who are going to be here for it. Half of them are sitting in the audience right here, actually. Right. Yeah, so. um, yeah, it should be uh, it should be a very interesting. All I hope is that the weather holds out because we had a monsoon yeah, today. Better. So. The uh, the Hall of Presidents might be very very busy for, for 24 hours straight. So people taking a nap, maybe, right? Hey, it is no no. I just meant at the late night hours. No napping. I love the Hall. No of napping. I only nap on Space Mountain. It's like, I only want short naps. <laughs> All right, so the, the last bit of news is, is actually a rumor, and I just found it kind of interesting, and that's why I wanted to bring it up, uh, because I saw a rumor actually earlier today that Beauty and the Beast, the animated film, may be coming back to the big screen, but as a live-action movie. Maybe coming back as a live-action movie being directed by Guillermo del Toro and possibly starring... Emma Watson, and you may know her as Hermione. 
I do know. And so, uh, what? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> that got creepy right there. But I'm looking at, at reactions of, of like Becky, who sort of gave me that huh look. Now, was the huh look because making the movie live action or because it was Emma Watson? A little of both, because obviously uh, Beauty and the Beast as an uh, uh, animated feature was incredible. So taking it to the big screen is this is kind of like a huh for a second, but then the more you think about it, yeah, that'd be kind of cool, I think. And, and Emma Watson, I'm glad you know who she is. I think I think there's a step between between live action that went to Broadway, and that's still touring around, and I think that's seen some great success. But, but I wonder if with with Del Toro involved, if it's actually going to be bringing the animated. Mencken, Ashman Mencken show, or is it going to be something different? His like, version. Right. Like his version, he which has, is... He has a very distinct style, but the right. thing I'm wondering is, will he be done with the Haunted Mansion movie that, that we're all waiting for? Right, that's what I was going to say, because uh, supposedly the script was done in fall of 2011, so you would think that film would be in production right now, and again, this is just rumor, but again, you know, we were all excited about the Haunted Mansion, and I'm hoping that that project hasn't died, because that's not the Eddie Murphy. We want to see the Guillermo del Toro yeah. version yeah. of The Haunted Mansion. And so, the question of the week, the question I want to leave you and you and you guys with is, what films, what Disney animated films do you think could or should or you'd like to see be made into a live action or better yet, what attractions, what other attractions maybe would you like to see be made into a live action movie? And I won't put anybody in the spot because you're all giving me that, huh? What? Monorail, the movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, swan boats with the uh, Tron overlay. That's, that's <laughs> well, good. As long as we got serious answers out of everybody, I will put it to you. If you're listening at iTunes, or you're watching uh, on the blog or on YouTube, what Disney animated films or what Walt Disney World or Disneyland attractions should be Expedition Everest? Could be Expedition Everest. There you go. I'm thinking Big Thunder Mountain. You know, have a, a a runaway train type story and uh, an adventure. Myth, 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 yes. But I want to put it to you. Please come by, comment in the blog over at www.radio.com. I'll post the video there. Love to keep the conversation going. See your comments there. While you're there, be sure to check out the all-new www.radio.com. Just launched last week. Brand new interface. Easier way to find lots of great content. New look at for the discussion forums and lots more. Don't forget also you can join us every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern, not always here from the River Roost Lounge, but always live in the box by visiting www.radiolive.com. You can also follow me on Twitter. I'm at Lou Mangiello, Facebook.com <laughs> slash Lou Mangiello. I promise this kid won't be here next time. Uh, <laughs> and with that... He's got that, his own podcast going over yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> also, don't forget too. Wait a minute. Speaking of music and good times, don't forget about my buddy Richard Sherman joining us on the WDW Radio Cruise on the Disney Dream, November fourth through the eighth, two thousand twelve. There are there is still availability for cabins. You do need to visit WDWRadioCruise.com in order to book as part of the group. Mr. Sherman is coming only as part of the WDW Radio Group. So if you want to participate in him sharing his music, his magic, and stories, and so much more. Definitely come by www.cruise.com. Good luck to everybody, by the way. This weekend, who's running in the Disney Princess 5K and Half Marathon, we will be out there. Is that your running? That's, a that's, your, that's you running. We will be there cheering. Uh, we'll be on the course for the Half Marathon. We'll be back at the Magic Kingdom, probably get an Epcot 
Good luck to everybody who's part of the WWE running team. Good luck to anybody and everybody who is walking, wogging, running, crawling, cheering, whatever it might be. Uh, thanks to all you guys. Thanks to all you guys. Be at the run. Race oh, too. good. Yeah. I hope. I hope yeah. only while I'm recording. <laughs> So, uh, again, thank you guys for watching. Thank you for listening. Sorry it's a little bit noisy here tonight. Uh, see you again next week. Thank you, guys. Love you, box people. See you. <laughs>